Hello everyone and welcome to Wolford Weekly, your weekly EastEnders podcast where this week we'll be discussing the episodes released on BBC iPlayer and aired on BBC television in the UK from Monday the 22nd of August 2022. Hello, my name is Alex. I hope you are well. I trust that you are. You normally are. You know you are, you cheeky little look. Yeah, you like that, don't you? Oh, you cheeky little monkey. Hey, but you know what? We cannot do this EastEnders podcast on my own. I cannot. I have to do it with someone. And so I'll do it with my best friend ever. And that's Rob. Hello, Rob. Hello, everybody. Alexander, how are you this week? Is your head returned to normal size? Has it? All it the compliments. Has. Oh, my God. No. The compliments that Alex received purely for having a shave. <laughs> oh, he's fit. Oh, he's so pretty. I got... Um, somebody posted a comment section, comment in the YouTube section last week and said how gorgeous Alex looked. Gorgeous in capital letters. Rob, you look kind of handsome. Thank you. Thank, thank you very much. <laughs> kind of handsome. I do believe that there was a, there was a moment during the Grey storyline where we described it as, and I quote, kind of going on a little bit. So I don't know. I don't know whether I don't know whether that's the same context or scalable. not. I mean, for, it's scalable. You know, so <laughs> welcome to Walford Weekly, hosted by the gorgeous Alex Osborne and the kind of handsome Robin. Is welcome. I, I, I mean, I've let my beard grow through a little bit today, so you can't see my chiselled looks quite so much. But uh, you know, Just if you are watching. <laughs> I hope you guys are enjoying the show, watching it on YouTube. Don't forget, you can watch us on YouTube. Just search Wolford Weekly Podcast. But if you prefer to hear us in your ears, because you don't want to see that ugly mug next year, then just, just go to chins. Spotify, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Podbean, or any of your favourite podcast apps, and you can find us there as well. Right, so Rob, what a busy yes. week we've had. So first busy of all, week. busy <laughs> old week, not just on uh, the Slope of EastEnders, but also on our uh, Twitter. Yes. On our poll this week, or last <laughs> week, we asked our, our, our friends on Twitter, uh, what if, what if? What if? Imagine, question, imagine what if, this scenario. Thought, imagine had a just the craziness on. of it. And maybe had a date with Felix. There, may, there seemed uh, to be a spark outside the cafe, didn't there? But would that break Ben's heart? Is it time for Balam to move on? So... You know, there was a, a reaction to it on the on Twitter this week. Thank you to everyone who voted, by the way. Let's just say, you didn't disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> you did exactly what we thought you'd do. Exactly so, what we wanted. Thank you. <laughs> um, I predicted that, um, I don't know if I did this off air or on air, but I predicted uh, that it would be 90% Ben, 10% ben. Felix. Mm. It didn't quite lean that far ahead. No. It was 59% Ben. Wow. And 41% for Felix. That's um, quite, I mean, we didn't expect we didn't expect anything else other than Ben to win. That's, that's 41% for Felix. That's mm. higher than I thought it would be. How many votes were there? Hundreds. Oh, there was 474 votes. So a lot of people got involved as well. So that's why I say thank you to everyone who did vote for us. <laughs> but don't forget, this is this is a, a, you know, this is just a little Twitter poll. It means nothing in the grand scheme of things. Really nothing doesn't. at all. It really doesn't. But thank it's just you a bit of fun. So much for your for your entertainment this week. There's a yes. gif online of the Simpsons movie, you know, um, where there's that there's that gif of uh, the townsfolk all kind of like uh, yeah. with, with their and approaching, the camera approaching with, with flaming torches, and the camera sweeps <laughs> through them, and you can see all their faces. Imagine, if you would, dear listener and viewer, that gif, but all the yellow faces of the Simpsons folk replaced by badly captured photos of Max Baldwin and Tony Clay. That's been our lives this week. <laughs> Do you want to hear some of the comments? Please. Right. Uh, Ryan, Ryan G Soap King 11 <laughs> said, I think Balan might get back together eventually, but they need to work on the cracks in their marriage first. Mm. It's severely damaged and the trust and communication is gone. Callum needs to face responsibility for his mistakes in this relationship. Um, we also got uh, at Loy to Scully. I didn't even see the tiniest spark between Callum and Felix, to be honest. Felix seemed to fancy Callum, but Callum was oblivious to it. He seemed yeah. to just be nice, which is what Callum is all over. Those yes. two don't seem too compatible for me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and at Orville Lloyd, at Orville Lloyd said, I wish there was a third choice of Callum dating someone else other than Felix. I think putting Felix and Callum together is too predictable. It would be nice to see Callum with someone completely new. So there you go. There you go. Everyone I mean, can we, sigh and breathe an air relief. It's not like we just released this poll on Facebook. We didn't throw it into an echo chamber. Mm -hmm. All we did was post a podcast with the hashtag EastEnders. That throws it out into the universe. It's <laughs> all that happened. We discussed it on the podcast. We both said, yeah. well, you could look the one way, you could look the other. We, you yeah. know, but it was great fun. And as I say, no, oh, we are not. Fun. 
We are, Thank you so much. <laughs> we are not the gatekeepers of the soap, no. nor of anyone's opinions. If you have a different opinion to us, I might, go ahead. I might look, I might look like Hagrid, but I ain't a gatekeeper. It's fine. <laughs> hey, but you know what? I had so much fun last week at the poll. I reckon we should do another one this week. Oh, yes. All right. And so if you go to our Twitter, which is at Wolford Weekly, you will find the poll, which will be posted at the same time as the episode has been released. And this week I'm asking you which side character, which uh, uh, kind of extra should get a main storyline now Chris Clenshaw has taken over. because So should it be Shrimpy? Should it be Mm -hmm. Tracy? Mm -hmm. Should it be Marie? Or should it be Mm -hmm. Winston? And I want to to put my my flag on the stake right now, and I'm going to say Winston 100%, because I think the other... Not not Winston, sorry, Marie 100%. Uh, because I think the other three <laughs> sorry to death sorry, sorry Winston. Winston. three <laughs> yeah, seconds sorry, of Winston. excitement in your life there sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. but Winston's already had a storyline he had to kind of cut his store his hair off for Nick uh cotton all that hard hitting storyline yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. in the 80s yeah fantastic. shrimpy's had he's many storylines story in the past he's had his story <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the early Tracy, 90s <laughs> and Tracy Tracy had that storyline where she picked up the phone and it was Kathy on the other oh, end of that, it. Those were great scenes. All the promo <laughs> photos that were released of Tracy that week. Do you remember? She was everywhere. <laughs> that was a great week. Love that. Who, who, who would you like to see an uh, extra story? Oh, I take Winston, I by the way, you're saying that he didn't really have one. No, 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 at all. I just, I, you know, I'd like to see all of them. I think it's only fair when the actors have like, given so much of their lives to doing not a huge yeah. amount on screen. Bless them. And they do it brilliantly, by the way. That's not dis- uh, that's not supposed to be talking it down because actually the sort of things that Tracy and Trimpy do and Marie do and Winston do um, on, on screen are just sort of being there in the background and making the community feel alive. Fantastic. Yeah. I remember an interview with Danny Dyer and he was talking about um, Tracy and said that the actress, Jane, I can't remember her name, um, she who's been there since day one, by the way. Been yes. there, uh, yeah. Uh, and she's so good at just making herself look busy behind the bar and just making it all seem natural. She's an expert at it. Uh, but I'd love to, I'd love to, I love it when Tracy gets some scenes. I do love it when Tracy gets some scenes. <laughs> yeah, and the last, the last really big thing I remember Shrimpy doing um, was, uh, well, he had his hat nicked a few weeks ago, didn't he? But I also remember him <laughs> snogging Roxy. Do you remember? He had a big, he had a bit of a thing with Roxy at one point. I, d- I do, yes. I do vaguely, vaguely mm. remember that. Yeah, because they do that. stuff. Give them because they did that with Tracy as well. She slept with Dennis, didn't she? Or it was insinuated she slept with Dennis. I'll tell you what, though. It's just reminding me. There's a video on our YouTube channel about 10 things Tracy would like to say about herself but can't. And I'll put the little link now at the, on the screen where it is appearing up there. Watch our podcast first and then go to that video because it's a great video. It's 10 facts about that. Tracy. So watch this first. No. This is before Rob was even known. This is before he was an inkling in our eye. Before yeah, I was exactly. <laughs> He was a big baby, old Rob. I'm only... <laughs> <laughs> well, because you're not born until you're now. You're so lucky that you're in Scotland that I can't reach you. <laughs> You're doing bullshit in the kid. Uh, anyway, 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 anyway. So yes, get to our Twitter. And then break give my us hand a your chiseled jaw. Ow, so hard. <laughs> yeah. Diamond. Ooh, I'll break it. Oh yeah, really chiseled. Um, and comment also why you would like that character to get a part and maybe a story that you'd like to attach to them as well. But anyway, talking of stories, let's talk about the stories that happened this week on EastEnders. Let's talk Enders. So we are starting this week with Linda's story uh, and she received her letter and her court case date, which is next week. Um, and she's pretty sure that she's going down. But Mick's come up with a revelation. That is that there was a phone call made at some point, And if they can just trace those phone call records, they can find out who the phone call was to yeah. and when it was made. Um, and they did. They did. They found out it was sent to the Vic. And uh, but then there's lots of people who work in the Vic. And so not one finger could be pointed at anyone in particular, although Sharon did pipe up and said that she's pretty sure that Janine did take the phone call. Um, but then she yes. kind of swerved her way out of it, didn't she? Well, I mean, to um, be fair, I think it's pretty well, it would have been fairly. I can't quite remember. What, I know I do remember Sharon saw Janine on the phone. But at the same time, as far as I, I can't remember exactly what she saw, because she could have just seen Janine answering the phone at the Vic, which rings quite a lot. You know, mm. so it doesn't. It seems like it would have been relatively easy for Janine to get out of that. In all fairness, but doesn't Sharon? Doesn't Sharon? She knows that Janine was there at, well, the, Janine, at the site. She doesn't know. I don't think she knows Janine was there at the. No, she doesn't know Janine was there at the site. She knows uh-huh. that. She knows all about the, sort of the money and the fact that Janine stole the money, and she knows right. and promised to keep that a secret because reasons i can't remember quite the moment. She, um, she said she was going to get her to in prison didn't she or tell the police about something, something that, like that yeah. something like that yeah because janine was threatening to sort of get 
Linda arrested yeah. anyway. Same, seems the police are saving her the problems. Because as you uh, say, yeah. <laughs> uh, her court case is on Monday. Very short notice, I thought. But she got the letter mm -hmm. on like Wednesday or Thursday. It was like, by the way, your court thing's on in, in five days' time. In five days, but, yeah. Get yourself a lawyer. But I'm working. I can't do that. I can't, I'm on holiday that day. I can't have them, I'm afraid. Got a hair appointment. Um, so, I mean, the big question, first of all, is what do you, th I mean, where do you think, what, do you, guilty or not guilty? Do you think Linda's going to go to prison? How do you, how, what do you think is going to happen here? Well, all fingers are pointing to her going to prison. She seems to be mm. trying everything and anything she can to get herself out of it. Um, and Mick also seems to be doing the same thing, which has kind of brought Mick and Linda closer together. So now Janine is going out of her way in every possible circumstance that she can think of to try to pull them back apart again. And now she's she thinking that back. prison, she's thinking that prison is the way to go because prison will be, obviously there's there's that natural distance there, isn't there? Yeah, <laughs> like, she's kind of out of the way there. She's yeah, kind of out of yeah. the way. <laughs> she's out of everyone's problems by then. Um, so kind of Janine's kind of going out of her way to kind of find a way of getting her convicted. Um, I do love the fact that she's kind of got this, image that everyone in Albert Square loves Linda but hates her and they she <laughs> I mean to be fair it's not it's not, it's not far that, off now. it's not that far <laughs> off really is it I don't think Janine could really list a huge amount of people that she gets on with especially mm. including the people that she effectively lives with she, they're not that fond of her really um mm. I do like this though because Janine is back in scheming mode again uh and she's sort of kind of She's doing that whole thing, isn't she? Like swan above water, kind of gracefully, and then kind of kicking like crazy underneath the surface of the water, trying mm -hmm. to keep herself afloat. Um, and yes, Mick, I think Mick's suspicious. I'm going to throw this out there right away. I think Mick is suspicious. I think Mick is going to do this thing where he sort of keeps his suspicions to himself because I think he naturally trusts Linda more. Uh, mm. No more evidence in the fact that Linda and Mick very nearly had a kiss this week as well. Yes. So that spark is still there. Janine's days are numbered in terms of she's never going to be Mrs. Janine Carter, is she? That's never uh -uh. Gonna, that's never going to happen. No. So um, yes, I can't I can't wait to see how this all turns out because Janine's time is running out. I think in terms of keeping this all a secret. Mm. What's Janine going to do? That I mean, this is we're probably looking quite far into the future by asking this question. But what do you think Janine's going to do to keep Mick? Because you know, everything everything wow. she's tried hasn't really hasn't really worked. And Linda and Mick, as you say, are inevitably heading that road where they're getting back together mm. again. Well, yeah, so... well, the thing is, Mick isn't exactly being subtle with the fact that he clearly, it, it, at the very least, deeply cares for Linda still. Because, you know, mm. whenever she needed help this week, Mick was there with his cape, like ran into a phone box, got changed, and all of a sudden was super Mick, running towards yes. Linda and helping him in any way he could. And Janine has noticed this and has spent a lot of the weeks sort of just glaring at Linda and kind of just pouting and being all annoyed. Um, and now she's pulled in Jada, because we should speak about, because actually, if you think about it, all the stories really connected this week uh, with uh, Jada, because Linda ended up firing Jada from the salon this week. And I yeah. completely forgot that Linda had anything to do with that salon. I was going, <laughs> no, why, so is Linda, <laughs> why is Linda sucking Jada from the salon? I, mean, I forgot about all that. Every time they go to the salon, I just think, like, that salon is just Linda owns making that. money. Linda but owns Linda that. owns half of that. So <laughs> they're, like, they're, they're just that. pouring money into bad money all the time. Poor old Denise gets cancellations left, right, and centre. Every yeah. week, Denise always uses the line, Well, I've had a cancellation. Well, I've had a cancellation. <laughs> <laughs> what of your one appointment? Of course yeah. you have. Of course you have. It's, yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's very empty that salon, bless it. Um, but yeah, so she ends up sacking uh, Jada. So Jada, in, uh, at one point, is kind of just like instantly full of revenge. And then Janine mm. sort of notices uh, and then kind of tries to pull Jada in. I don't know what exactly she's planning with Jada. I can't say I have, yeah. I haven't got a clue actually what she might be planning with Jada, but something is afoot in uh, Janine's devious little mind. Yeah, I wonder because obviously at the end of the week, um, we'll talk about talking Jada's story in a, in a moment. Um, but but Jada does mm. Jada and uh, Linda have that con conversation. Um, Jada applies for a job, um, gets upset where they kind of reject her. Mm. Linda overhears it and then realizes, like you know. She already knew that Stuart had given her the drugs. Yeah, yeah. She was defending Stuart. Um. And so gave her her job back. And and I just thought there was that, that, that lovely scene. So Jade has decided to come back and go against Janine. Do you think Janine's going to find something about Jada that, is that the thinking, would then yeah. make her then say, as a blackmail, you have to now help me with Linda? Yeah, and I was I, thinking I, that. And I wonder if the, the blackmail was something to do with Elisa. And perhaps mm. it's not Dennis, Dennis's baby after all, because we know hope, that Jada. You hope. <laughs> well, well, no, just, just for any other reason other than we know Jada's leaving, and uh, Jada yeah. will be leaving with Elisa, and it just you feels think, like such yeah. a. You, you think that Sharon would try to keep hold of Elisa, so that would be kind of the news, the big bombshell that would probably mm. make Sharon kind of be like, 
okay bye <laughs> you know, yeah. rather than try to keep hold of her yeah i mean it's i mean i have to say this week jada it's it's a shame i have to say because jada really impressed me this week in terms of her character because it, she she's yeah. gone for, she's grown up a lot in a in quite a few in quite a few months you know this yeah. is not the same girl that was sort of doing dancing in the park this is you know <laughs> jada this week showed that she's completely capable of independent decisions whether she yeah. whether people around her agree with it or not her morals are quite sort of solid you know, I'm not pressing to do it up. He might be, he might be a drug addict, but he's clearly got his problems. Nothing to do with anyone else. No, I'm not mm. pressing him up. Fair play to her, I say. I like that. Mm. I think it's a shame we're losing Jada. And something about her just screams EastEnders to me. I think she just I, slotted in really well. I like her a I lot. agree with you. I shame. agree with you. I wish... It's such a shame, because after this week, it's made me want Jada want, to stay. Want, yeah, I really this want Jada is, to stay now. They, they, like, they've they really shown that actually the actress could have done more. Mm. And it's, it's a shame that they that she wasn't really given the opportunity to. But, oh, yeah. you know... Uh, hey ho! It's it's the the the, it the lay of the land. That's right. Yes, that's quite that's, right. That's soap in it. So as we mentioned, Jada, uh, she got caught carrying some drugs. It popped out of her wallet uh, or her purse um, when uh, she was getting some change for Denise. Um, and the three little kiddies, the kids, the kids are back. Uh, Amy, yes. Lily, Denzel, and Nugget. They wanted money to go to the cinema. They uh, kind of raised money by going to lots of different people around the square, went to the allotments because that's where you hang out nowadays. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, they were Amy kind of to look cool and hard in front of her Denzel took half a pill. And um, and, 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 and every soap. Well, like as I say, in every soap, everything. They can't just let someone have drugs a good time on drugs. The drugs are bad, <laughs> Alex. Alcohol. Fine. Fine. Absolutely fine. You know, Except, drink, mm, drink to your heart's content. Well, not even that, because then otherwise you're an alcoholic, you know. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Unless you're Shirley and then you're just a bit angry. And then you're just Shirley. But um, yeah, so they, they, they did the kind of classic trope where they, someone's taking a drug, drugs put them in hospital. Jack got very upset uh, and started to, yes. uh, and Martin as well, started shouting accusations to everyone. First of all, they said it was Denzel. Mm. Uh Harry and Kim kind of defended Denzel, but then Jada, uh, not Jada, Lily then confessed in front of Eve that it was Jade. Uh, she They got the drugs from Jada. Um, yes. And then Jada eventually admitted that she got them from Stuart, which is the story we'll be talking about after this one. Um, yeah, I mean, it's nice to see, it was nice to see the, the young'uns, as I always say, like yeah. to have the younger cast being involved in a storyline, kind of a typical storyline again. Oh, Last yeah, week I said that they kind of, you know, they did a social media one this week as drugs, but it's yeah. nice to see it. I mean, I don't mind this at all. I mean, it went, like you say, in a fairly predictable direction. You know, yes. of course, one of them was going to go in hospital with having these drugs. And the drugs did do a little bit of a sort of musical chairs around, you know. It would have been far easier, surely, for Jada just to have chucked them in the nearest bin. And then, you know, some other, it could be, they would have become someone else's problem. Mind you, then Liddy probably would have just pulled them out of the bin. Who was this? Uh, yes. So either way. Um, but uh, yeah, it was yeah, it was perfectly fine. Now, I the direction this is all going in, by the way, with the kids, I'm I'm seeing a bit of a love triangle occurring pretty soon mm. with Amy and Denzel and Lily, which I don't mind. You know, that's a nice classic little story for teenagers to have. You know, so I'm, I look forward to seeing kind of where that's going to go. I like these kids. I like this kid group. Um, I'm glad Amy's fine. You know, she kind of just passed out for a few hours and then <laughs> the general. Dead. The, I'm glad she's not dead. It would have been a shame imagine to recast her just for that. I was going to say, imagine they recast an actress to play just for, that. for this big storyline of drugs yes. for two weeks and then that was it. Yeah, that would have been unfortunate. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm intrigued to sort of see where uh, where this is going with Denzel and the girls um, and sort of where Nugget's involvement is. I'm telling you that he's heading towards comedy character territory. That's my official prediction for his, for his journey. He's going to be the new Fats. Him and Denzel are sort of going to be the two new lads on the square that are sort of yeah. stuck together with glue, um, and and they're going to do all that sort of thing with them, which you know, absolutely fine. Because I don't mind. I always love a friendship group, Alex. That's a very important thing to have on the soap, and I'm, I, yeah. I, I, I welcome it. Well, it's, it's been and it's been very much lacking so the past few uh, years friends. on the soap. Uh, friends, well, people just being Sh civil with one another. That was it. <laughs> But exactly, or just be really horrible, derogatory, or nasty yes. to one another. That's what the soap kind of tumbled itself into. Yes. And it's nice, as you say, to see no this more. kind of gr this this group, yeah, and a young group at that. And it, yeah. it's the right the thing. The next to generation. Do because... Exactly. It's it's EastEnders, the next generation. They all get into the enterprise and fly off somewhere to look for East nice young Elsewhere, yes. <laughs> East Youngins. You love playing that word for Eastenders, don't you? Was it Eastenders uh, last week? East Youngins well, this week. <laughs> Eastenders is a very different thing. I'm fairly sure that Eastenders was the word that was used to describe um, the, the Sun newspaper. Did. That's the one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So maybe yes. I shouldn't really be throwing that around with such wild abandon. But you know. No. But but we've we've taken the the term and embraced it as our own. Yes. Nowadays. That's yes. the point. As gay men. Yes. 
We are the East Benders. We're game. We can do what we want. East Benders Weekly. I quite like that. East Benders Benders Weekly. Weekly. Do you want to change it? Yeah, yeah. Let us know in the comments below. Do you think we should change our name to East Benders Weekly? lawsuit may be coming and pending very very soon um so yeah so it was, it, as you say it was, it was nice to see the young kids together um and it's as you as we said earlier it was nice to see jada kind of standing up and kind of supporting herself and not... now this i loved all this with jada like i say i think it's a real shame that jada's going now i see all it takes is mm. one week with a character to be a good character and that's all it takes for them to be fixed in, in some ways you know so it's, it automatically makes one thing i will say about clemens's um exit so far is that he make he's making me want like the characters and want to keep them as each character yes. is left. Even yes. Peter, who both of us couldn't stand by the end, we wanted to, we wanted <laughs> we were interested in Peter again by the time he left, weren't we? Because they were building up this whole thing with him and Ben and the villainy and sort of parallels, and I was enjoying that. I would like to have seen more of that. Maybe um, more so, you than me, but that's fine. <laughs> what, what's new there? What's new there? <laughs> but um, um, I mean, they they ruined they ruined Peter. To be honest with you, they kind of gave me nothing. Pizza, did they? They ruined. They ruined. Ruined and, him. <laughs> and they and they and they they kind of and, and like I said, his exit was very much kind of like you know, let's make him the evil, the bad person in this whole yeah, story they didn't, by the end of it. They didn't make him they evil. Did, they did, they did, because they made him t- twist Bobby, and Bobby was his only ally, wasn't he? And then he was kind of like, oh, does that hurt? And they kind of stormed off in a, and then stole all that money from Kathy. That now Kathy's in a, in debt. Yeah, and but has to I sell off all for these. You know, I, that was done on purpose to kind of like make it look like that. Yes, what Ben did was bad, but Peter's really bad. So let's, yeah, exactly. Well, I know, but we, you know, if they if they could have done more with Peter, yes, I, 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 still, Peter. I still, but my point was, is, hmm. my point yes, is sure. that they were making Peter interesting yes. by the time he left, and that's yes, what they're now doing, yes. with, and that's what they're now doing with Jada, and, I, and I, what they did. And Stuart got a fantastic exit this week as well. So he did. he's doing all these things where you're making the like the character, not just kind of kicking them out the front door, go bye, no one's ever going to talk about you again. Mm. You know, they're making he's making them actually sort of worth their exits and putting respect into their characters before he inversely kicks them out the door. So I approve of that. So good. Absolutely. And you know what, then? We're going to now talk about Stuart's story this week and the return of a character that I love as well. He's for very happy. His exit week. So the big story this week was with Stuart and his exit. Um, mm-hmm. Sad times. But as I said, uh, we did get the return of Rainey. I loved, I loved that. Stuart! Oh, on the door. I love you, darling. <laughs> I love you, Stuart. Oh, so I'm here to help you. It was so <laughs> lovely. And it was it felt right as well to bring her back. Um yes. I, I did say that I wondered if they're gonna do a kind of a tiff return like they did. And I'm glad they did. And I'm glad they did too. I'm glad they did too. So Stuart had a little bit of a downer this week. Um a little I mean, bit. A little bit. A little bit. bit of a downer. He held a GP hostage, Alex. A little bit. A little the whole bit. surgery. He had a, he had a blip. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Nina and Ash were not very pleased. Um no. but they, they, he was he was adamant it was a misdiagnosis. They were saying, no, it's not a misdiagnosis. If you just take the pills that we gave you and prescribed to you, then you'll be absolutely fine. Uh, but he wanted to see them again. Bernie was in the waiting room as well when he attacked mm. Bernie. Earlier in the week, he attacked Linda, which is where he then bought the drugs, which he then handed over to Jada. Um and then Rainy comes along, saves the day, and they go off in a hearst into the sunset um, uh, as their as their nest egg for where they're leaving in their one yeah, bed flat. Do you know what? <laughs> Looking it over was, the M1. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? It was zany. It was a bit mad. It was kind of out there and absolutely suited both characters absolutely down to the ground. It was the mm. perfect exit for Stuart and Rainy, I think. It really you was. Wanted them, you wanted them to have their happy ending. And my God, they've gone off and had their happy ending. They, you know, they've driven off in a hearse. They've stolen a hearse from the yes. company that's just sacked them and driven <laughs> off somewhere. Um, and I loved it. My first uh, minor question is, what's going to happen with Cokers now? Who's, who's, gonna, who's, who's got that now, do you think? Well, I mean, Jay's been left with the responsibility of hiring people. I Pam's kind Jay of was still snottily, in that kind of, you know, thick her nose at everyone and just being yeah. like, yeah, you sort out. <laughs> deal with that. I'll well, sack yeah. people and leave you to deal with the issues. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. Which Jay did very well. I, li- I like the fact that she said, right, no one saw anything, all right? Mm. And then, oh, like, driving off Jay. on their hearse. Good, yeah, old, good old Jay. Jay. He's got the morals in the end. Pam, apparently. Oh, Jay, yes. by the way. We must discuss a brief little moment with Jay this week, which I absolutely loved, was the moment where he was looking down at the bench. It was clearly the anniversary of Jason's death this week. Yeah, Perfect. We love moments mm. like that. Well done. Beautiful. Yeah. Didn't do anything. It was just there on its own, but just the moment of self-reflection that we were let in on. And Jay didn't discuss it all for the rest of the week, but it was just there. Absolutely loved that. That was beautiful. Perfect. You're absolutely right there. That was a really lovely moment, really touching. Mm-hmm. And it just, oh, it just reminds you of that horrendous death Paul Jason had to go through oh, to God, save yeah. Jason's life. Yeah, I mean, that was horrible, ugh. wasn't it? 
awful, awful times. Oh, but that, that's, that's the classic era. Perhaps, perhaps we'll discuss that another day. But um, it, it was it was a good story, that. But, um, yeah, no, I agree with you. It was lovely. I love it when they do little reflections like that. I remember when um, they cheers to Pauline and Peter's birthday uh, yeah, a couple of just, years ago. It just I reminds think. you of the history of it, doesn't it? And makes you the remember the and, and kind of makes you think that, oh, it's all right. It's okay again now. You know, the character, we know, what, we know what we're doing now. It's like, we remember <laughs> yeah. the history of the show. We know stuff now. It's fine. Aye, so good. Aye. We like aye. that. We haven't retconned that just yet. It's alive! Surprise! Recast. But yeah, no, it's, 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 I mean, so many, so many lovely scenes with um, Stuart this week. Um, yeah, go on. Stuart and Wax Bernie in, in the GP, uh, in the GP surgery, where Bernie yeah. she just painfully cries in front of him. Can we give Claire Norris some more material, please? Thank you very much. Oh, I she mean, was, it's... was very, very good this week. Look so at what Claire her. Norris can do. Come on. Claire Norris, come on. Do, bless her. She can do so much more. And, excellent. You know, I, don't, I wish they would experiment, experiment, explore more um, about Bernie and her sexuality. I feel like they still what? not explored that yet. Where's Molly? <laughs> Where's Molly gone? When Molly gets mentioned, remember she went out for her 22nd birthday with Molly because they they held her surprise birthday last week. She... And she said, I'm going out with Molly. So Molly's still there, but not seen. Okay. Well, bring it back. Not seen, but heard. Yeah, I I like like Molly as well. And I'd like Molly and Bernie to be a relationship as well. Well, so would I. But it makes me wonder whether they're going to sort of, because obviously Bernie is still very attached to the idea of having a kid and still have the photo of um, yeah. Roland on her phone. Roland! Roland. It's the last oh, time I can do that. Yeah, Roland. last time. Go on, do it one more time. Do it one more time. <laughs> Roland! Okay, there you go. Yeah, so clearly Bernie's still very attached to Roland and wants, and is kind of the idea of having a kid. So I wonder if that's going to be a, thing, a future thing for Bernie, you know, and if Molly Maybe. doesn't turn, or Elsa, yeah. I call her, Queen of the Snow. Um, that she, uh, um, whether that will be a story going forward, and maybe you know the kind of conversation about having a kid and surrogacy and, and all that malarkey. Well, but... because Molly had a real problem, didn't she, for her having a child for Stuart and Rainey? So perhaps then it could lead well, to that kind of conversation. It wasn't exactly a wise idea at the time, was it? And no, kind of, nor legal. Kind of, no, all that. Yeah, Bernie sort of presented it to her as just say, just metaphorically, hypothetical situation here. I've got this friend who's doing this. What would be your advice? And Molly's kind of like, my advice is that's a terrible idea. Um, so and she went wrong. No, she wasn't wrong. But the last time we saw Molly was when they were doing that strike at the um, at, at the Panasar's office, and then we yes. haven't seen her since. So yes. I hope she's kind of still around. I want to see. I'm like, I really liked Molly. She had a, well, they must a good vibe about her. Yeah, they must still be working at the the what is it, the call center for the Panasar. I don't understand the Panasar's business map. <laughs> I really don't. It's like they own the world. They own a, they own a, they own a small rat catching business at a corner shop on Wolford and a few houses on Wolford, and then some massive conglomerate in Mumbai. I don't understand well, what they're. You no, know, because they've split what, the assets now, haven't they? So Suki now owns the Mumbai project and the Minute Mart or the Suki Mart and Kadat well, half owns the Suki Mart. no she owns it 100% because Kadat said that he, she could have it remember no, she, got they... called, she, got... she was talking oh, to Yolandi on the phone wasn't sorry she? yeah it's a franchise so she owns the yes, franchise that's for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minute Mart. yeah Yolandi we forgot to oh, talk about that last week Yolandi I did anyway. Anyway, Girl Yolandi. I can't believe that she back. rose through the ranks like like that, you know? Because Yolandi, like when we that. first introduced her, she just <laughs> she just worked. I no, mean, I guess so. <laughs> I guess yeah, I mean you can become a policeman in in two months and become a teacher yeah. in less than and a week. So, yes, I should really, move to Walford. I should move to Walford. I'll be prime minister. <laughs> Mir- <laughs> Miracle month. hospital, police mm. force that seems to can't get anything mm. right, but somehow does somehow as well at the same time. Sounds good. See, you say that Walford's a bad place to live. There's lots of ups. There's lots of perks. I mean, the murder rate is higher than usual. Fine, sure, but okay, but property rates. Property, but you'll get laid all the time. Yeah, and property is much cheaper for East London. Property is much it's cheaper. It's yeah. really easy to get a job. So you know, it's <laughs> yeah. roundabouts. In some ways, it's a, easier than real life. Within a two-mile radius, you might get blown up. A bus might come crashing yeah. through your house at one point. Yeah. You know, yeah. one day a train's going to come flying off the off the bridge. I can't wait for that. But <laughs> bus crashes. Bus crashes. But but, but, but then. But then in the water of Walford, the, the, the people of Walford are so superhuman, they can lift buses between them to exactly. save people. So this, so, is, this is what I mean. <laughs> I think you'll be all right. Move to Walford. We'll be, we'll be fine. I, I'd love to move to Walford. I'd love, I'd love, to, to, I'd love to visit Walford one day, EastEnders, if you're listening. You know, it'd be Please. nice. Please. You know, it'd be nice. Anyway, we're talking about Stuart, who's left yes. Walford. He didn't see yes. the perks. 
of, no, of Wolford at well, all or Albert Square. No. <laughs> so, so when? Uh, I have to say, I'm going to miss Stuart so much. You know, so again, I. again, you know, had sat and rainy, you know, obviously, by, I mean, we didn't want either of them to leave anyway, but, no. it, you know, they really showed their metal this week. Stuart holding the GPs hostage. I mean, he didn't have a weapon at all. All his weapon was, I'm a big scary man who looks slightly insane and I'm going to yeah. shout lots. That was his enough. Body was all fairness. <laughs> and that was enough, I think. And fair play. And at one point he sat down and spoke to a woman about ducks. That's a level of insane, of insanity. Like, yeah, I'm not going to mess with you. Absolutely fine. He's brought, he's brought ducks up. He's, he's talking about ducks now. I ain't doing a thing. Do not call the police. I'm scared. <laughs> I liked. I liked that they called it this week. Uh, not postnatal depression. They gave it the tag of parental depression. I thought that was a nice touch. I don't know why, well, but that really that really sinked sunk in. Well, with I think me. it was more. That's to, a nice was, way of popping it. Yeah. Um, well, I think it was more to sort of kind of get it in Stuart's head because he's because uh, to be fair to him, he he laid it out perfectly. When he said, "Well, first I had." Breast Bre cancer. male breast cancer yeah. and now I've got postnatal depression I'll be taking things for the menopause next you know and it was, <laughs> and now, you could totally understand his train of thinking and that is I have to well, say why it was such a good idea to give these little things to Stuart I know we absolutely. sort of said a bit few too many issues being thrown at one character but at the same time sort of that feeling of like well these are women's illnesses why am i getting mm -hmm. them it's stewart is the perfect sort of character to kind of have that reaction to it thick so. and fast and yeah and, and, i mean it, and we did say there was a lot coming to stewart at once but we thought this was going to be a long-term thing it, it, well, it turned yeah. out not being quite a long-term thing but I mean, it's the writing's on the wall. It's it's happened now. But but yeah. talking about like Stuart getting uh, upset about like having quote women's problems. Uh, also, Vi didn't help matters when she was trying to encourage him to take his depression pills and then say, "You can come to bingo way. with me. <laughs> you can come to bingo with me and talk with the girls, and we can chat up with the girls." And it was like that's not helping with Stuart and his problem right now. Completely the opposite of what I need right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Vi's Vi staying. Vi staying. <laughs> There's an email. I, I, I suggest everyone <laughs> keep to the end of the show for I Don't Want to Gossip because someone sent us an email about Vice staying and a very interesting uh, suggestion of what she could do I, when she's staying. So we'll be talking seen, about that on I, I Want to Gossip that, at the end. I am delighted because I'm the only Vice <laughs> fan in the world and Clarence has done that for me. Thank you very much. <laughs> of course he has. Of course he has. I mean, you know, someone has to keep Callum on the 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 no pun intended straight and narrow so um you know she's she needs to kind of like help him out perhaps still but i just it's just so strange that vi is staying makes and perfect sense. Leaving. makes Does perfect it? sense yeah makes perfect sense great character oh my goodness <laughs> well i my don't know where me. is she going to go from here because is she just going to be knocking around the coca's flat on her own now but they Nobody can't say the coca's flat yeah but no, they're, they're, so where is she going to live the, the flat is a is a perk for working in the funeral parlor so is she now going to move in with jay and callum I, that's what I, yes yes exactly oh god bye and jalen living under one roof Bring do you think on. she's do you think she's gonna be a bit like when um uh abby lived with all the boys yeah. in the in the place and she can't start putting post-it notes on the cupboard and like, this is wait. mine this is mine so she, who do you think that's what's gonna happen bring it on cannot wait <sighs> <Perfect>. <laughs> Um, so we, we said about Rainey's return. Rainey did yes, come back for I'm a so couple pleased. of episodes. I was super pleased to see her. I mean, you know me. I love, I love the actress. I love her so much. Um, Tanya Franks is just a hero in my eyes, and I would. Mm -hmm. I would, I would honestly have her on the show with or without Stuart, but with Stuart, I just think it worked really she well. Done, she could have quite happily lived, kind of lived on the square for a while. Yeah. I would have loved. I would have absolutely have loved um, to really sort of go a bit further into that. And imagine Cora and Stuart there. That would have been a great few scenes, wouldn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah. And then, and then Cora and Vi versus each other would have been relatively interesting as well, you know. So it writes I, itself. I have to say, you know, as much as we sort of love the Clannis era so far, some wasted opportunities there, I have to say, because I think I think getting rid of Stuart feels like a bit of a mistake at this point. Just because he was so good this week. Yeah, you know, there was, you know, that's that whole scene with him holding up the holding up the GPs. There was moments in that where a lesser actor could have made that look quite rubbish in some mm -hmm. ways and he absolutely sold it and Stuart is such a unique character in that way and the, the thing is about Stuart like there are so many different directions you can take a character like Stuart in because we know he's capable of complete and utter insanity you know he I like the fact that even though um you know all the stuff with Linda and when when he came in and was just a pure villain all of that yeah. has never really been forgotten it's not like they completely rewrote the character they just sort of massively toned him down and turned him into more of a human being the mm -hmm. one thing that we will never know however it seems, is whether Stuart killed Dylan Box. I'm going to find out the answer what. to that. Why? Why? I want to know what happened know, to Dylan we're Box. We're never going to know the answer to Dylan Box or what happened to Dylan Box. Do you know what never I would know. love? I would absolutely love to see, and that is just one day, just you see a scene on the market 
and you see Mick kind of walking through the market going, oh, yeah, I, I, And uh, he kind of turns around and you just see Dylan Box. Like you see Mick, Dylan Box. It's like a Mick impression. <laughs> what? What? And you see Dylan Box kind of walking past, like, mm. like a, between a couple of stalls. And Mick kind of does, doesn't acknowledge it more than just a kind of like a. That's Dylan Box. And that's and that's all I want. And then sort of goes back his day. Yeah, and then goes back to the thing. Aye, 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 aye. And goes yeah. back to the thing. That's all I want. I just want to know that Dylan Box <laughs> is safe and well. That's all I want in my life. But um, yes, like you, it, it's Stuart's never not been a villain. Stuart's always had that inside of him. Never shown more than when he spoke to Ben as well this week, and he said to Ben that you know if you hurt Callum again. I'll be coming it. back and measuring you out for a coffin. And it's just the way he said it with that kind of with a Cheshire cat smile. And you bet, knew you know, he would bit, do it. A bit sort of like the clown out of it in some ways. Yeah. Or, or, or he, he, meant, he, he meant he did it in such a kind of a, a nasty kind of insincere manner. Mm. But at the same time, you knew he would do that. And I love mm. that so much. Well, he's beaten, ben, he's beaten Ben to a pulp before, to be fair. So it's not like he, he did during Pride. <laughs> during Pride. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Let's rave that rainbow flag. And yet we're huge fans of Stuart. <laughs> Who knows? You know, had that. Yeah, because he, he learned his way. He's an ally now. I, I feel inside he's an ally. <laughs> Comment mm. below if you disagree, um, which I'm sure some of you do, which is great. So please do. We're not the gatekeepers. Do never great. forget that. This um, week I also... showed we ain't scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bring it. Bring uh, also love that Stuart kind of, um, kind of uh, built some bridges between people. He built his yeah. bridge with Linda and Mick this week, and with Ben, uh, with Karen, with Bernie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because Mick, you know, Mick really went for him and they went face to face. Mm. Um, and uh, it, it did remind me a little bit of that scene for like, um, I smell queer, you know, at one moment I thought that maybe we were gonna get, <laughs> gonna get maybe a new romance yeah. on the square, yeah, I, but I, um, <laughs> but, but, but but you know, it didn't happen, and uh, yeah, it's it's I, I'd loved, I just loved that because there was always that friendship there between Stuart and Mick, and it was just it was on off and on and on and off again, and you know that's how Stuart was introduced. So it kind of mm. went full circle the fact that like he was introduced because of the Carters, and his last kind of scene before he left with Rainey was with the Carters as well, and I liked yeah, that. Yeah. I liked it was that quite a lot. Nice. I would have liked them to have sort of built on the Mick and Stuart stuff more after because I think it would have felt a little not that I ever thought that the Stuart stuff was jarring at all. I just I felt the Stuart sort of worked in the new role that they gave him. Um but I would have liked it to have like as as time went on and um would have sort of liked more stuff between Stuart and Mick because at times it sort of felt like Mick had just sort of forgiven them and you forget what exactly what Stuart put the cards through for yeah, a good year. Yeah. You know, so uh, that would have been nice. But you know it wasn't to be um and Stuart's gone and Rainey's gone. Do you think we'll see them again? Or do you think that that very much has sort of kind of put an underline over them? Callum's still around, so he's still got family on the square. So do you reckon we'll see we'll see him again? Um, I, I think they will come back eventually, and I hope they come back eventually. Um, it's just, uh, I don't think it'll be for a long time. Um, you know, they might pop in and out now and then. You know, as I say, with Callum's story and so forth, you know, there, there's, a, there's a good reason for Stuart and Rainey to come in. Um, and again, maybe... For, Bernie, you know, stories there. I just don't think it will be happening anytime soon. soon. I'll be no. honest, which is a shame. But at the same time, it was done well. It was done eloquently, and it was nice to see them drive off in that hearse. I did love that. Would have been nice to have a Julius theme. Do you reckon they deserve? I did theme? kind of want them to have a Julius theme, I but I understand why they didn't. It felt like the work, like the way that they were filming it and everything. It felt like it had been filmed for a Julius scene. Uh, I thought that too. Theme. The camera you know, kind of like slow camera. Yeah, it square. felt like mm. it felt like a Julius theme moment. So I'm sure mm. someone online will fix that for us. <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, you, you know, know, we you know we complain oh. we complain about Julius themes. Like you know, there was a time when we didn't get Julius themes, and there's been times when we get they too many to Julius given, themes. They have to be given sparingly, to be fair. Exactly. You know, otherwise, exactly. every character will receive one. So right. you know, all all very good. So do let us know in the comment section below what you thought of Stuart and Rainey's exit this week, and do you want to see Stuart again? What are your thoughts on Stuart as a character? Let us know your thoughts in the comment section or by any of our social media outlets. So the final part of our analysis of EastEnders is the teeny tiny little tiny stories. They're so small, Rob. They're so small. Tiny. They're tiny. really small this week. Microscopic. You can barely see it on a pinhead. Um, right. And the first story, yeah, <laughs> I lost it. It's fallen on the floor. Oh, I can't see it. Oh, oh, it's gone. It's like a contact <laughs> lens. Can't find it at all. Yes. And the first story is Honey. Honey and uh, she admits she had to date with Finley this week. Finley and Felix have opened up their market stall. Yeah. <laughs> Again. You like the name, though. You like the name, though, didn't you? I did. I did What's like the name? the name. 
I don't have it to hand. I'm sorry to say. Sake. Mutton. It had mutton in there though. Mutton Thin mutton. Ham. Mu- nothing. Uh, nothing for mutton. That's muffin. It, yes. Nothing yeah. for muffin. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's it. Nothing yes. for muffin. Anyway, they sell anyway, Caribbean food. It's, it's there. It exists. <laughs> and they're now selling Caribbean uh, food on the market. Um, so yes. this whole thing, like, uh, do you reckon there's going to be a bit of a rivalry on the market now with Stacey's back? But they're very different food types, aren't they? Like, you go for yeah. Stacey's, you go to Stacey's for like your breakfast, and then maybe you'd go across the because they've had curries and stuff on the market before, didn't they? Masoud's had a had a store. Masala Masood. Masala Masood, didn't they? So. You know, it's not like it's a new thing for the market, so that's nice. It's not. It's not. Although I remember when um, they opened Masala Masood and there was a storyline of them having to clean their kitchen so they could get a yes. food hygiene license. Yes, I remember. No, no longer applies. No longer applies. <laughs> Where are they it's cooking fine. this food? Where are they cooking all this food? Who Over knows? a sewer, which they've, they've lit with leaves. Mm. And that's mm. where they cook it. They've just got hog yeah. roast that they just rotate every now and then. One side's still yeah. raw and the bottom is well <laughs> cooked. Um, but anyway, Billy's showing him the ways of how to work I in the like market. I like this. This Did is lovely. You? Do you like market, market? Ma- I love market stall scenes. I love the mar- I like the banter of the market scenes. The market, you forget how important the market is to the show, in all honesty. Mm. And we went through a few, we went through a little bit of the stage where the market wasn't shown that much. And when you have the, an area where the market isn't shown all that much, you know, you sort of miss it. So now it's back and it's bustling and all the people, you've got lots of people reliably in different places in the market. I like it. I like a mar- this current market era that we're in. It looks busy. Finley. It does. And Felix and Finley will fit in beautifully there. So I'm very happy about this. It's funny because all the sets, um, the outside, inside, whatever, all look really busy and like mm. bustling now. They're, they're, it's kind of gone pre-COVID now. COVID yeah. or COVID kind of situation. But, but the VIX still feels really empty. And I don't get why. And I can't put my finger on why it feels that way. Does it, is, the, is the Vic set bigger? It feels a little wider than it used to be, maybe. It's like when I, Linda went storming into the Vic this week, crying. Like, there was no reaction from anyone else in the in the Vic. They're used like, to it with Linda, aren't they? Oh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, here she comes. <laughs> but can you figure out? I don't know. No, I didn't notice it particularly. In fact, actually, I thought the Vic started looking busier recently. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, so there we go. Me, then. Weird, isn't it? We don't know what, we don't oh, know what we're talking about. Um, but yes, so that I mean, that's all happening this week. Not much to report, just sort of Billy and Finley just sort of making a bit of a relationship. Really maturely written for Billy, I think, where, you know, the obvious thing yeah. would have been for Billy and Finley to sort of instantly be rivals because he had a bit of a thing for Honey, but they haven't gone down that route. You know, mm-hmm. Finley and Billy have absolutely instantly got on and Billy has decided to be the adult, which it feels like Billy wouldn't have done that once upon a time. <laughs> and sort of like, the job, this is the way the market store works. And he stuck up for him with Mr. Lister. And I, I liked it. I really liked it. Um, also talking about we're, the market, I kind of hope that Mr. Lister is sort of around to stay as a sort of background guest. I character. like Mr. Lister. I like yeah, it. He's I like, fun. The voice I like is double there. Yeah, I like all that thing where he's <laughs> going to kind of come in and cause issues every now and again. Because presumably he's always been there all this time, but we just never we just never seen him. So I quite well, like the just, idea of him just being there. Yeah. Well, he. Well, no, he's kind of like he's above. He's above honey, honey, isn't he? Yeah. So honey kind honey's of works boss. in in the in the market. Because mm. doesn't he run like doesn't he look after lots of different markets? But he's kind of got a thing for honey, hasn't he? So he's kind of like sticking around Wolfie yeah, Market. He's kind of like made that, his ma- made that his main his main turn. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but you know, but, but we've also seen him just sort of chilling out and drinking in the Vic, you know. So I quite booing, yeah, booing. <laughs> Sat there with the lads. Uh, boo. <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> so random, wasn't it? Me um, watching his snidders a year ago. Yeah, boo. Um, but it's. <laughs> Yeah, but I quite I like him. I hope he has like continues with this role. I don't think he necessarily needs to become like a main player. You know, I'm not saying you know next phone of the Vic. Looking at you, Mr. Lister. But you know, I quite like the role that he's got, and sort of he can kind of come and go as as and when is needed. So that's nice. Um, and that was about it, really. Uh, and then the other story for this week, very briefly, uh, was Ben and Callum. Uh, Callum basically implying that he would, you know, whatever happens between them, they will he will support Ben for whatever he's going yeah. through. Ben's sort of just like, oh, I don't know, I'm not ready for anything. So we're just sort of waiting <laughs> for the next stage of that to really kind of really go on, aren't we? See what happens with the police. And I have a feeling that my feeling is, by the way, with um, the Ben reporting it to the police thing, because we were talking um, last week about the fact that obviously Ben hasn't helped himself in the regards of reporting Lewis. He has now reported him, but Lewis has got so much against him. The fact, you know, the Warford attacker and the fact that he kidnapped him and held a gun to his head, that's not going to look mm-hmm. great for Ben. My no. thinking is, because you remember that Phil went to see Keeble at one point, yes. and actually we didn't, I didn't give him a credit for that scene because actually it showed that Phil was prepared to go to the police before we started hot waving guns around and all that kind of thing. So I yes, I, yes. I think credit where credit's due on that front. Well, 
To be fair, Phil didn't want anything. It did, Phil didn't want no, any shenanigans. First, it was Sam. So, yeah, right at Sam's door. Sam did so, everything. And you know, Phil kind of then joined in with it later. Yeah, yeah. Was like persuaded like a child. A oh, you know girl. what? Actually, I know what I'm doing <laughs> oh, go here. On, Let's go. go <laughs> on, um, but, you know, I think credit where credit's due on that front. Um, but what I think might happen, this is a prediction, and this is a prediction, not a spoiler, but what I think might happen is that Keeble is going to mess up somewhere along the way in this big old plan that she's got with Phil. Mm. And Phil will be able, then be able to turn the tables on her and say, right, I'm bringing you down unless you get this guy sent to prison. So then Keeble will make some evidence appear. Because at the moment, I don't think even Richie can get them out of that. So no. but, I, but, think... but, 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 I mean, what are they, they going to really do this story? Because we know, know the um, actor, well, the actor who played Lewis, is, he's that's done it, for now. he's finished. He's done, he's done for now, but until they decide to bring back a court case. It's, well, it seems like they could have just killed him off, couldn't they? So they yeah, I just feel like... Why would they reported him? Yeah, but I feel like if they were going to do anything, they would have done it. You know what I mean? They would have, if the story would have, they would be done in the next kind of month or so. I'm not convinced. I think we haven't seen the end of it. And I think we might see mm -hmm. Lewis one last time in some sort of legal scenario. With a, in a song. Like, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, but it sounds to me like they're going down a little bit of a court case route at some point. Okay. Which I love a court case scene. Yeah. I certainly didn't think that that's where this storyline was going. So if that's what happens, then absolutely fair play. And show, actually, that if you're going to do this sort of story, then yeah, show all the legal indications of it and show a court case and, so, and show what goes on in a court case. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens, but not bad we'll stuff see. at all. Uh, and that was this week's Enders. Yes. I thought, actually, a very good week. I love Stuart's exit. I thought, I thought it was absolutely perfect for them. Sad to see them go. There's a lot of stuff, you know, with all the exits and stuff coming up. They've all really kind of been like characters that I'm going to I'm gonna miss by the time it actually gets to their exits, I think. So, good stuff. Good stuff indeed. And we have three emails, apparently, this week. And I don't know what any of them say, because Alex is keeping it a secret. He's a tease like that. But we shall read them now, and all will be revealed on this week's I Ain't Want to Gossip. You know me, I ain't one to gossip. So, as Rob previously said, we will be reading out your emails that you sent to us this week. Thank you so but... much for getting so many sent to us. So, I just want to thank everyone who sends us their emails. Details will be uh, either scrolling on the bottom of the screen right now or at the end of the show. But, both. as but, well, both. Why not both? But, 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 but. Some news came in after yes. we recorded the podcast yes, uh, last week. Um, well, actually, it came in before we did it, but we forgot we to talk forgot. about it. <laughs> <laughs> and also, and also, we want to talk about the flashback episode that is coming out on the fifth. Yes, Sorry, is it the fifth? The fifth of September. Yes, um, September. The same day as our new prime minister will be announced. So that's good to know, isn't it? <laughs> Take the rough with the smooth. <sighs> oh, <my laughs> well cheer me up. I know. So let's start off then. The news that uh, Ricky is retur returning. Sid Owen, yes, coming back to EastEnders, um, building up the butchers. So he's going to maybe be. The Pat Butcher, maybe kind of the well, calm side of Janine. It's only a temporary story for now. Uh, right. He's coming back for a storyline uh, that's going to be around Janine and Sam. Excitingly, that means that Janine is going to be fine after mixed or mixed stuff is done, is done and dusted. One would think because uh, that was always sort of the concern. It's kind of like well, what happens with Janine after all this mixed stuff is gone. So if Ricky's still floating around, then there's obviously potential for Janine to still kind of live. So that's fine. I'm happy about that. Um, I'm delighted though. Really, really like Ricky. It's uh, he's yeah, missed. Same. I have to say, the 2008 episodes that I was watching that BBC iPlayer released, you, uh, Ricky obviously is kind of around them with Bianca, and you forget how good Ricky is as a character. You know, I I really like Ricky. He's, I'm and I'm really pleased that they're kind of bringing him back, and I hope that he comes back with something more permanent in the future. Um, it would be nice for him to get uh, maybe his relationship with Phil sort of re restart that because Phil has no friends whatsoever. Phil has no. <laughs> Phil either shoots people or is related to them. You know that's about yeah. it. that's about it for Phil. So it would be nice for that sort of that that dynamic to be um, brought up again. Um, go on. Well, I was going to say, I wonder if they will though, because I feel like Phil's kind of going in the direction of well somewhere else. So, but but then that, that you know that could have all been tied up in a nice little bow, and then he comes back, and then you know, but you know, yes, you say there's that history with Ricky and Phil had been friends together for goodness' sake. They did on the bridge on the, the uh, service station of the M1 circular. So uh, where, where now Rainey and Stuart live? Perhaps yeah. the same bridge that they turned into flats. You never what know. Hand a circular. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they call me um yeah. and uh so <laughs> um but yeah no, it's lovely to see... toilet wall. yes <laughs> it's lovely to see yeah <laughs> it's lovely to see sid owen coming back and i do love ricky and i do love that they're kind of giving janine something else to bounce off of rather yes. than mixed story as you say it, it it kind of gives a little bit of hope that now there is more that can happen 
Uh, but it also makes you wonder, why is he coming back? Is he coming back because Janine's done something very rotten, very bad, something very evil? And yeah, Ricky really... always finds himself in that kind of situation. Like, what have you done now, Janine? He does. He does. He's always defending for? her. <laughs> because he was always he was one of the first to find out about Barry's death, wasn't he? He that was, sort yeah. Of thing. And then he was Pat, he, yeah. And then he was around uh, during when Janine first came back after being uh, after her fake marriage to the Jewish guy for that for that stint. So he was around mm. for quite a lot of that. So yeah, Ricky is Ricky is a great character to bring back and I'm really happy he's coming back. Again, shows respect for the history of the show. So yeah, yeah bring it on. It and... just makes me sad. It just makes me sad. One last point. It just makes me sad yes. that Pat Butcher's dead. Because how nice would it have been if they both came back together? And I know what you're going to say. It's a certain era that did it, and they're very naughty for have done they it. They were very naughty for <laughs> have done it. They were very naughty to have done it. Just a pack killer. Um, but talking of history, how's that for a link? Um, the <laughs> flashback episode approaches. This is airing yes. on the 5th of September, uh, mm. which I do believe, I think I'm right in saying this, it's the first episode uh, where the box setting is finishing. So the flashback episode, I think, is the first sort of conventional normal episode. See, I thought next week it was going back to I, conventional, but I'm not sure now. I, know, I should know this. I don't know, because it went on last week because of the European Championships or something. So I don't know if there's still more sport kicking off somewhere than a Tiddlywinks Championships or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. um, but um, but I, I think there's one more week of box setting left. I think. I might be wrong. Do let us know in the comment section, which you will. You love it when we make mistakes. You're, yeah. in, you're, in, you're in there. You're in there quicker. Oh, you made a mistake there. Keep um, us honest. Yes. Uh, so, but oh, I cannot wait for this flashback episode. I'm so excited. Interestingly, mm. um, the especially Stenless website uh, releases kind of like a synopsis of the show and then the credits for that for that week, which is how I normally find out. Oh my God, Simon Ashton's writing an episode. How exciting. Um, but for that week, which we'll call flashback week, even though it's really, really happening for one episode, um, for that week, they haven't released the credits at all on the website, mm. which to me suggests... What are they hiding? What are they hiding? What are you hiding? What are you hiding? <laughs> uh, so that kind of suggests to me that something is going is, is gonna to happen, or someone is... Uh, no. So I'm very excited. I don't even know who the writer is for that week, and I want to know who's written the flashback episode, because that suggests to me that it's either going to be Darren Little, or Rob Gittins, or Simon Ashdown. Those are my three sort of... Uh, suspects for who might write for that week so uh bring okay. it on but i'm very excited yeah. start of september effectively 5th of september flashback episode make it's, sure you're watching it i cannot wait i'm very it's excited. always yep 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 the, the 5th of september when kids go back to school in england Stuff and wales kicking off. it's normally when eastenders kicks off because we've been saying the summer months are normally very quiet and it's not this week, not this year no chris clenshaw obviously had a point to prove and he's been Lucky really going Lucky. straight into it we do. We love it. Cleaners. Um, yes. So, yeah, 5th of September. I must say, I find it a little bit strange that mm. they've done it as an episode in for the four I episodes would of the like, week. I thought it could be standalone. Yeah, and yeah. half an hour long as well. It seems like there's a lot to fit in in half an hour. If you're going to talk about the Mitchells and their history and introduce I mean, Eric and yeah. whatever revelation is going to be. Because there's going to be some sort of revelation, isn't there? We're going to learn yes, something apocalyptic about the Mitchells. Gonna something yeah. is going to happen. So it seems like a lot. I would like to know an, an hour long episode for this. I'm not going to lie to you. Because it seems like a, a, so much effort has been put in for this half hour of television of like, you know, recasting everybody and sort of, you know, Bringing in, bringing in um, actors to play young versions of it and new sets mm. and all and all that kind of thing. Kind of like, give it an hour. We could have stuck it on an hour on Sunday or something. Maybe it could have been a pilot episode. The Mitchells, new <laughs> drama on BBC One. The oh God! <laughs> <laughs> in our lives. Oh, they... <laughs> okay, but yeah, so very exciting news very coming exciting. to the uh, square, right. and we got Read some email. emails. I will. I will. I will. So will. the first email is from Brandon. Hello, Brandon. Thank you for your email. And Yo. it says, "Hey, Alex." Gotta say, I love your latest video on this week's yeah. extenders. Thank you you and Rob never cease to make me smile with your banter and hilarious conversations. I so do like have a couple. Of... <laughs> I do have a couple of questions to ask you, though, if you don't mind. My first question is: Do you think that Ben's statements of becoming a better person are ever going to materialize? No. When Ben and Callum got married just before <laughs> Whitney ran Cat over with her car, Ben oh, said God. to Phil, "We can do. We Talk can be that. better, Dad." And recently, in a conversation with Phil, he said that he wanted to be better. It feels like empty words in what is supposed to feel like a powerful moment of change. Well, Would you agree? And my last question, 
to you would be, do you think that Denzel is being set up to be quite dangerous since the actor for Amy has been replaced with a 16-year-old and Denzel has already not really suspected young girls' request to take, respected young girls' request to take inappropriate pictures of her off the internet? You've done this. Chelsea. You realise this. You've done this. You've thrown this, in, <laughs> you've thrown this into I the mean, universe, claiming that there's some horrific storyline coming for Amy. This is your fault. Poor I thought it was a reasonable question. Reasonable question. I mean, as I said, I've said already that um, I think that there's a very, a very dark and adult story coming you feel that's on the horizon i do just because why would you recast your 17 year old who knows um but first of all that first question about ben um now i have to say i did really that scene between him and phil when you know phil and ben had that moment together and they said you know it all very nice in theory very strong scene and all very nice character stuff which could potentially take them in slightly different directions and as we know there's some big kind of character altering stuff coming on the horizon for the mitchells with a flashback episode we don't know what that's going to be and we don't know what's that what that's going to reveal so that could be something that takes the mitchells in a new direction um as you say, though, it could very well be empty words. This is Ben Mitchell we're talking about, <laughs> so we don't know. Ben may find it a little bit difficult to sort of change old habits, old lepers and all that sort of thing. So yeah. I don't know. He always tries, know. doesn't he? He always tries. God he loves always does try, his best. Yeah. But I feel like if, it, if, if Callum and Ben... God hates that try for all the stuff he gets <laughs> he really given to does. Ben. Poor guy. If Ben and Callum are due to get back together again, I just feel like Obviously. that they, they're going to have to kind of write Ben in some way to make Callum sympathetic to him in a that he sees the error of his ways and mm. wants to support him and then see Ben kind of do the same in return. Otherwise they can only get them back together in my view, right, to, to in my opinion, him. not everyone's opinion, in my opinion, if they then have them back together and then have them leave the show. But that's not me asking them to leave the show. That's just it me is. saying that's in my way. That's how they can do it. Get him, get him, get him, get him, on, get him, that's what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, so, no, I agree. Yeah. Uh, and as for the Denzel stuff, I mean, I don't know. I just sense the, the whole thing with Denzel and the photo and the nugget and taking the photos thing. I felt that was just teenage boys being stupid and not really understanding because they were too thick teenage boys, not really yeah. understanding the consequences of their actions. And that's why Chelsea yeah, had right. to go and had to go and yell at them. And I liked that. Um, so I don't, I don't sense a huge amount of darkness in Denzel. I, 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 I mean, you know, maybe Amy is coming for a big storyline, but I can see that this whole, um, I all I can see is a, a bit of a love triangle on the horizon for Denzel, Lily, and Amy, which I'm, mm. which I'm fine with. I don't why mind would that. you, why would you recast? I don't know. Why would you recast because an actress though, to a seventeen-year-old actress? Know. I just, I don't know. I don't know either. Could I tell you, it's a point that we didn't bring up, which I, that you, we always say, um, this has got nothing to do with that email, so I apologise, um, but we forgot to talk about it in the in the main part. Um, yes. They never say anything without it meaning something on EastEnders normally. 99.9% okay. okay. of the time. Right. Why was Bernie getting a blood test? For her blood oh, pressure. Because, yeah. she needed to, because she needed to be in the surgery. <laughs> be in that scene. Think, See, that's I what Ben that's, said as well, but I don't know. I no, feel like the, that's, all, okay. that's all she needed to be. Because she's been, you know, we've seen Bernie with, like, with medical problems before, haven't we? So she yeah. just needs, she's just going to get a checkup. Okay. And she needed to be in the surgery when that happened. I wondered if something... Take okay, your tin fine, fall, cool. take your off your own, Alex. I'm, that's all I'm, it moved it, it's beside me. There we go. Next email. Next email is from Operating Systems. Sorry, you didn't leave a name other than Operating Systems. Error 503. Error 503, Thank says, you for your email. <laughs> Doesn't count, Alex. That's like writing Christmas cards for yourself. <laughs> Which I do. Hello, Rob and Alex. Hello. With the upcoming exit of Danny Dyer, I have always pondered who will take over the Vic. Because of Help this, me. and since Danny's exit was announced, I have envisioned an older couple similar to Pam and Les's age taking over. Ooh. Is this something you could personally imagine? And if so, would you throw two random actors together or make the new owners people who have, who have had great on-screen partnership on the show uh, before or other things before. Um, well, that's I mean, we, we, I mean, I, I, we both reckon it's going to be Alfie taking the part. Yeah, no, no disrespect, 100%. no disrespect to Shane Ritchie, but he's not exactly in the uh, fountain of youth, let's just say. So you could argue that he's one of the older characters now. He's not that old, though, is he? He's not no, he's old. not. This guy is clearly, not a new no, character. Opera, it's not like Lee. It's clearly thinking of, like, you know, <laughs> the Coker's age, like he said. Um, Alfie, yes, he's not reached that level yet. I mean, I would like that. And you do get a lot of kind of old couples owning pubs, don't you? Yeah. You know, in London, you know, there's, lot, there's lots of that sort of thing. I would quite like to see it because I'm always a big fan of the older, older characters and the ones that have sort of got stories to tell and, you know, the older actors. I, lo I love all that sort of thing. Um, but I do feel very much that Alfie is coming in to kind of take over from Mick and obviously yeah. him and Kat will be back behind the bar of the Vic, which is, uh, I've always thought it very odd that Kat went from owning the Vic, half owning the Vic to being the cleaner of the Vic. That was a very odd kind of moment in my in, in its life. Um, 
I don't mind it. You know, Alfie is coming back to do a job. You know, I think that Alfie will be forgiven for the vileness I mean, he became. He's, he's got some making up. He's to got do a lot trust, of making up to do. Uh, but me. I believe in Clenshaw. I reckon he can yes. do it. If anyone can do I it, Clenshaw. I believe in Clenshaw. He will <laughs> fix everything on our screens. And he's doing a damn good job at it, too. I believe in Clenshaw. <laughs> Final email on that note. <laughs> is from john smith our old mate john smith he's back and he sent us another email yes. he says hello alex and rob again Hi, i yeah. watched your podcast from the other week and i remembered how you said about how Stuart is leaving and vi won't have many people left but the reason that i think this will be is because vi's other son christopher could come Ooh. onto the square i think this is the only way they could keep vi around because it can't just be her and Callum in the flat. Thanks, John. So Christopher was the reason why Vi left a few months ago. And it's the only storyline that Vi's ever had. Ever had. And it was all off screen. So we found out that she had a son uh, who had Down syndrome. Yes. Which she adopted out to another yes. family because she was ashamed of him. Like um, but then day. went to yeah. find him. And then nothing really was said about it after that. She came back. No, she I mean, literally, no, yeah, there. we don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Literally wasn't mentioned once at all. Patrick never asked her because Patrick was quite heavily involved in that story at the time. Didn't bother asking, <laughs> did you find Christopher? No, we've not heard a single word about that. So that might be nice if, if, if we sort of get a bit of, well, you know, answers to that rather than it just clearly being a way to write Gwen Taylor out for a little bit and nothing more. It would be nice to sort of get some answers to that. Um, and because I quite liked that. I thought that was quite an interesting story to take, to take the character yeah, down. Yeah, it's a good route to know, take. Yeah, so I'd like to see more of that, please. And it might give, it'll give Thai a bit more purpose outside of just what she's doing at the moment so yeah and and i think it'll be nice to see kind of it'd be nice to see vi having to kind of this relationship with christopher and also seeing callum mm. kind of have a relationship with her with his brother that he yeah. never knew he had yeah um and again. an older person with down syndrome will be a fantastic thing to show on I, screen i concur i think that would be a really lovely casting too so i'd love 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 to see that too and yes, um, please. yes more of that please yes, yes please, please. So, as you have heard, you can contact us on you can contact us on any of our social media outlets. Please do send us an email, as those three lovely people did. Uh, and you can do that by doing the following. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Warford Weekly. You can find us on Facebook at Warford Weekly Podcast. On YouTube, don't forget to like, subscribe and click the bell to get notifications about all of our videos. And you can listen to us on Apple, Podbean, Spotify or any of your favourite podcast sites. You can email us at robwarfordweekly at gmail.com or alexwarfordweekly at gmail.com. There we are then. Another week done and dusted and I've loved Ooh. every second of it next to this <laughs> ugly, ugly, ugly human being that I share a screen with. <laughs> you sweaty little man. Um, yeah, so, so, so yes, thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for joining us. Hope you can join us again oh. next week where we'll be doing this all again. And uh, I don't know why I've taken this part over because this is normally what you do. So, I've got okay. the words. Go for it. <laughs> okay, fine. So um, it's, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye.